Hi. <laughs> How are you? I am good. Welcome to Foundations of Health. Yes, I'm Emily Kerouac, registered dietitian. I am Troy Edwards, personal trainer. And this week, yeah, we're going over uh, mental health and stress reduction, in which we actually covered a bit at the end of our last, we really kind of took a dive into meditation. Yeah, so it's hard bit, not to, <laughs> I know, it all kind of overlaps. We kind of digress a little bit <laughs> onto that, but I still, I mean, we'll probably repeat some of that mm-hmm. verbatim, but then we'll go a little deeper into the different meditations. So I actually switched after our conversation just last week. Yeah. Uh, the meditation app I was using. I wanted to try something different. Yeah. Something I tried before. I said, you know what? After this discussion, I want to go into that. But we'll get into that in just a second. So the reason we're talking about this is because we were talking about you know exercise and nutrition, but a lot of this fundamental health is recovery. Yep. And I mean, stress really affects your health. Yeah. There's, I don't think a lot of us think about like, the hormonal aspect of mm-hmm. stress. We feel stress and we it's an unpleasant feeling, but chronic stress has such a like a domino effect on a lot of our hormones, like our yeah. hunger hormones, our body composition hormones, yeah. and um, our neurotransmitters. And even stress can impact our gut health too, which we'll plays a role in we'll episode. <laughs> a lot of things in our body. Yeah. So yeah, I think, you know, I think a little bit of stress is normal and stress is, itself is never going to go away. But looking at how we deal with stress and like the, like whether it's chronic stress or not, does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because you need to, I mean, you need some stress to adapt. We need, we need some stress because I mean, exercise is a stress. Yes. I mean, your body gets stronger through stress. If you don't provide any stress, you're actually, I mean, that's not good either. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, I, they actually have a term for it. Um, you have stress and then you have you stress, yep. which is supposed the, to be healthy the stress. The good stress. The good stress. Yeah. Uh, but I, I actually had a client I was talking to just yesterday about this. She's going through her day and well, first she's talking about, oh, I'm starting to ache all over, but that's just part of getting old. I said, wait, wait, wait. I said, well, why don't you tell me what you're going through? Because she's a few years younger than me, and it's, it's not normal. Yeah, I feel like I hear that a lot. It's a lot. like, it's oh, normal. I'm just getting, I'm just getting But it's like, yeah. I've had a doctor tell me that yeah. in my 20s. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, you're active, so you can expect aches and pains. No. Not a great doctor. But she's going over the list. I said, you know, you could be doing too much. She goes, well, I don't want to slow down because I feel like I'm already, I'm fighting the weight gain now, that if I slow down, I'm just going to put on more weight. I said, well... Actually, you're probably causing the weight gain by how active you are because your cortisol levels are probably through the roof right yeah. now. You are yeah. so stressed. And I mean, I can tell just by talking to you how stressed you are. Mm-hmm. And so, cortisol is like a fat storage hormone. Yeah, so it signals the body, especially like right around the waistline. Exactly. So I, I have her right now. She's writing down a list because she also does karate. She's always biking. Mm-hmm. She's running. She's kayaking. Yeah. And she's got a lot of mental stress going on right now too mm-hmm. in her life. So yeah. I said, I need I need you to write this stuff down. If you can just journal this for yeah, me. Yeah. For just a week. That's well, I, I think want. it helps not only like the professionals that you're working with, but it can be really helpful for you to um journal too, just so you can see trends in your own life that you might not notice if you're not like writing them down and Yeah. We we talked about this last week and we're gonna talk about it actually really dive into it a little more this week because mm-hmm. we are talking stress reduction and mm-hmm. that is one of my favorites for stress yep. reduction. Yeah, journaling. Yeah, Journaling, I love that. I have a very specific journal that I like to do, but I mean, you can just journal away your heart's desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I'm stressed about something in particular, quite often I'm writing a letter to the person as if I'm writing the person that they'll never see. I've done that 
All the time I do that. Several times. <laughs> I do that a lot. Yeah. I do that. But my favorite is a five-minute journal. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing about this from Tim Ferriss, which a lot of people may be familiar with. He's got mm-hmm. a popular podcast. But I heard it from him a while ago, a five-minute journal mm-hmm. in which you write down three things you're grateful for. Yep. You write down three things. And this is in the morning. Three things you're grateful for. Three things you're going to get done that day that's going to make your day kick ass. Mm-hmm. And then some attribute about yourself that is why you're going to get this stuff done. And I actually have an article on Foundation Personal Training about this. And mm-hmm. I, get, I get into this whole thing a lot on that site. And at the end of the day, you write three things that did make your day wonderful. And mm-hmm. then something you could have done better. I used to do three, but I found I'm, I like, because you're supposed to do one. And I said, oh, well, three must be better. But instead, <laughs> I'm doing one now and really diving into it more. Mm-hmm. And I try to find always an interaction between people. And I find I have my greatest personal growth when I do this. Mm-hmm. Because I find a reaction, especially where I feel like somebody else may have been wrong. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, what could I have done better? Yep. You know, because you can always make the situation better. And like the interactions that we have with other people throughout the day. I mean, you could encounter somebody and have a really negative interaction with them, but maybe they had something really stressful happen to them this morning, or maybe yeah. they're dealing with something really stressful in their yeah, lives. And we all are. Yeah, I, I look at it this way too. <laughs> Some people make be awful at handling stress and yeah. this is the way they are. So you just Definitely. have to accept this is the way this, this person is doing the best they can. Yeah. And that's another thing. Some people argue with this. They're like, no, people can do better. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, but that's just going to make you stressed. Yeah. That. If I'm sitting there going, this person's doing the best they can right now with what they have. It's actually a lot less stressful. Yeah. With, and I don't have to sit there and argue with this person. Well, you're like releasing control too, like acknowledging that I can't control the uncontrollable and what somebody else is doing, what somebody, how somebody else is behaving yeah. is, is not within our control. So that's one way to relieve stress is just relinquishing <laughs> control, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, you know what I have at the top of this list for myself mm-hmm. is sleep. Yes, that's huge because if you, it's like your foundation and if you're deprived of that, it makes everything, like it, it makes it easier to fly off the handle at like the little things. You are, and it, and, oh, I mean, we've mentioned before, if you're lacking sleep, you're already pre-diabetic. Yeah. Usually. And I mentioned this earlier, I can fast mm-hmm. for days and I don't get upset. Mm-hmm. Cut my night short on sleep and I'm a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm ever see me snappy, although that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm if I'm ever stressed, it's because number yeah, one reason is usually lack of sleep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a huge one. I think there's a lot of things that you can do in kind of a preventative, like we talk about eating, and when you're eating, you know, really kind of junky foods. Well, there's a whole number of reasons that this can impact your stress levels. But number one, like if your blood sugar levels are all over the place all day long, like up and down and up and down, yeah. that's causing stress in your body too. Going back to our willpower episode, yeah, your willpower goes down if your blood sugar's low. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you're mm-hmm. craving the sugary foods and you're just yeah. kind of on this roller coaster all day. And if you're somebody that resonates with like a hangry feeling, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like stress that's going on that could be avoided if we're eating balanced meals. Yeah. And then the other side of that is like meditation, practicing mindfulness on a daily basis. Those are the things that you can do in kind of a preventive way to not get a get rid of your stress, but to increase your capacity to deal with it. I like how you phrased that last week because we will dive take a little bit of a deep dive into meditation Mm -hmm. now. He would talk about how that really gives you that distance. It gives you a moment 
to space out between the stress and your reaction. Yeah, exactly. And I like that. But there are so many different types of meditation. I know. And it's hard to know where to start if you are somebody that doesn't meditate at all. And I think the idea of meditation can be like kind of, I don't know, intimidating for sure. Yeah. And I think people have this idea of meditation of like, oh, you're like sitting on the mountaintop with <laughs> like transcend. Well, one which I think, sounds lovely. It does sound lovely. I think one that gives people a bad taste is you ever hear of transcendental meditation? That's a common one that people pay a lot of money for, yeah. like thousands. Mm-hmm. And it's a little, what's a lot? Woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the people that do it swear by it. Mm-hmm. They love it. And sometimes I think that's you're just swearing by it because they invested all that money into it. So right. Mo- <laughs> that's true. <laughs> People do get the backup stuff that they spend a lot of money on. Yeah. But a really simple one. Have you ever heard of Andrew Weil? He is, no. if I showed you a picture of him, you might go, oh, that guy. Mm-hmm. He's got a big gray beard like Papa Smurf and he's mm-hmm. bald on top and he's a, a doctor, mm-hmm. um, but he talks a lot of natural medicine. He's been around since the 70s. Yeah. Very popular. You probably don't see him as much this time because, well, to be honest, I'm not sure if he's still alive, but (laughs) (laughs) he really pushes box breathing as a great way Mm -hmm. to calm down. And that is box breathing is four by four by four by four. In other words, you inhale for four, hold your breath for four, Mm -hmm. exhale for four, hold your breath for four, and then start again. So inhale, hold, exhale, hold, inhale, hold, exhale. And I guess the more you do that, he says, the more it just will settle you. Like if you find yourself stressed, Read like this, and he says it's one of the best ways. The more you do it, that'll just Mm -hmm. take your nerves right down and get the parasympathetic system. Yes. Well, that's what I was thinking is like a lot of times when we're in that fight or flight, or like we can get into panic attack kind of Mm. mode where we're breathing really quickly and like shallow breaths. And your Um, chest gets tight. Yeah. And that, like, part of what's exacerbating that is that your cells, like, you're not getting enough oxygen to send the signal to your parasympathetic nervous yeah. system to calm down and yeah. get out of that fight or flight. So yeah, that box breathing or any type of like diaphragmatic, be- like the deep belly breathing. Just awareness of your breathing. Yes, yeah. that can like immediately give you a sense of calm and kind of trigger that parasympathetic nervous system to get you back into that rest and digest state of being rather than the fight or flight state. I think, I mean, uh, that's pretty much what a lot of this comes down to is, is you're dealing with parasympathetic, sympathetic, yeah. um, and how you, how, what ways to find that. Um, we both mentioned there's lots of meditation apps. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love the Calm app. Yeah. And I was, yeah, with the breathing there, they have a bunch of different breathing techniques that they guide you through. Okay. One of them is box breathing. Oh, they do? Okay. Yep. They have... They they label them as different things. One of them is like focus. One of them is balance. One of them is um, like rest or something like that. But they're all different breathing techniques, all different ratios. Like you're breathing into the count of two, breathing out to the count of four kind of thing. Yeah. But it's really helpful, I find. And just, yeah, when you, when you need a little sense of calm, but you don't have a lot of time. Yeah. I mean, you don't need an app to help you breathe necessarily, but it's nice to have that kind of guidance. It's, nice. it's like a ruler. Yeah, exactly. Draw a straight line, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, headspace. Yeah. I worked with that. I played with that one for a little bit. And to, to be honest, I mean, if you like it, good, but I just couldn't find anything. Yeah. It's just such a clutter of, like, like somebody took a bunch of different meditations and threw them on the floor. And really? now you got to try to find the one you want. I'm like, I, this is a hot mess. Can really? somebody organize this a little bit? Yeah. I uh, haven't I haven't yeah. really looked into that one that much. There's a guy I really like, Sam Harris. And he has got, 
his own his own app. Wake, waking up, and yeah. that's the one. That's the one I started using. Yep. Again, and I had tried it before, but he really gets into like a Buddhist meditation. And he gives very specific techniques for clearing your mind, mm-hmm. and really walks you through in a way that you can kind of understand. And I and I've gotten into that style before, and I kind of wanted to go back to that. So I'm playing with that again now. Yeah. And I really like it, so I, I'll recommend that one as well. That one does come at a that one is a an annual fee, but uh, then they're just plain breathing apps for mm-hmm. Android, Prana Breath. I really like that one, but I haven't found a good one on an iPhone that I like. Uh, but Calm, you said you like. Huh? Yeah, I love Calm, not only for their breathing stuff, but they have all kinds of different types of meditations. They also do a daily Calm, which is mm-hmm. just a daily, it's around 10 minutes or so. And it, they're all, I mean, they have some less guided meditations, but if you're new to meditation, the Calm app is very helpful because they they have a ton of the guided meditations. They have a ton of guided body scans and um, things like that that are just helpful mindfulness techniques. And it's it's really great for like easing into it and not having to commit, you know, necessarily 20 minutes a day to yeah. <laughs> meditation when you're brand new to it. That can seem overwhelming, I think. Well, like you had talked about in our habits, you know, just doing little things at a yeah, time. Build up that over time. First. Yeah. So I would be remiss if I didn't mention this one meditation. It's a little bit of a pain in the butt to do, <laughs> but the they measured. I there's a whole study. I'll, I'll link the article. But the happiest man on earth, the one with the highest capacity for happiness. Yeah. And they find that people who do this meditation have the highest capacity for happiness. Loving kindness meditation. Yes. Oh, you've heard of this because I know. I know I, they have it in the waking up app. They, they have also it have apps. it in the calm app. Have yeah. you played with that? Yeah. Yeah. I've so done a few of them. Yeah. yeah. So the basic premise is you you think of somebody, mm-hmm. and you want to start with somebody that's easy for you to think that positive to, to think of love. Yeah. To think put love in your mind for this person. Yeah. Then you can go to somebody neutral. Yeah. And then somebody you not Find exactly crazy difficult. over. Difficult. <laughs> yeah. And some of the I mean it is it is a very popular meditation, mm-hmm. but it's a bit of work. It definitely can be <laughs> yes yeah. for sure so one of the funny things is is i've heard from more than one person that nobody should be as happy as me and not be on drugs <laughs> i think one of the things that might be is i'm always looking at i'm always giving people an out and, ex- and when someone is hostile or whatever yeah i can always like think in my head well this person has an issue yeah something and i can give them compassion it's hard for me yeah. i mean it's rare for me the only time i don't give compassion is if someone's giving somebody close to me a hard time yeah they can give me a hard time all they want but if they're giving somebody close to me a hard time then you know papa bear comes out yeah 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 i feel like that's that's easier it's easier to like get upset when the people that we love are being affected by yeah. it but we let ourselves kind of <laughs> like yeah i'm easy i have somebody it, it's easy for me to yeah you know. no i'm the same way yeah. i tend to err on the on the optimistic side and yeah. give people the benefit of the doubt yeah and, you know sometimes at a fault probably too i would say the <laughs> myself. same i would say at the fault but that's a fault i'm happy to be on. yeah for sure i'd much rather be too optimistic than yeah. pessimistic oh, but i mean this is a meditation that yeah i have done but i think i get that um that mentality that I have not so much from that meditation, but going back to that five minute journal mm-hmm. and that one aspect where I say, what could I have done better? And I think of my interactions. Yeah. Cause I do, I think of the interaction that, Oh, I could have done better. And then I rehearse it with yeah. a better reaction in my head a few times. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
that has had the most positive effect on me as a person when yeah. I'm doing that regularly, which I'm not always doing. I'll go through like a couple months and then not, but I really, I really yeah. appreciate that, that journaling. How about uh, things that affect your stress that we can avoid like social media? Yeah. Social media is a huge one. And I think especially like I'm a millennial, so I'm in the generation <laughs> that we came up with social media. And so it's, yeah. if you're not aware of the impact it has on you. Yeah. Did you have it in high school? It was like while I was in high school, because I remember <laughs> it would cause me stress in high school because I would see like yeah. all my friends like posting pictures and hanging out together. And I'd be like, hmm, I wasn't I'm invited. Not <laughs> I'm not in that <laughs> to that. Yeah. So that was like, that was always tough and then yeah when i when i was in college is when instagram and like snapchat i think got big uh, we let, talked about this last week too but yeah you have to be careful of what you're viewing on social media yeah. it can very much turn in, turn into just the highlight reel of people's lives it can cause a lot of stress and anxiety um a lot of comparison just Time suck. Yeah. Never just, mind that stress, but just the fact that you're just sitting there doom scrolling. Right. And then it's not really like, it's just addictive. There's no productive. It's that small dopamine hit you're getting. Yeah. Somebody, you post something and somebody likes and you look yeah. and see who liked. and. But then that turns into a big thing too. And yeah. I mean, I think that there's benefits to social media. I think that there can't, like you can reach a large community and like it can be yeah. good to spread awareness about certain things. But I do think that there's a lot of us that don't use it <laughs> maybe in like the right ways. If you have a purpose going in, like I have an Instagram account and I had deleted it for a while because I just, I can't stand the whole Facebook company to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I know. Same. But, but uh, I'm on Instagram um, just... All I follow is exercise stuff. You know, mm -hmm. a few of my friends, you know, my daughters, a few friends. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm just looking at exercise videos. Yeah. And that's, I think if you're able to recognize how it makes you feel, I, I'm yeah. somebody that's really sensitive to it. So I have to really limit my time on social media because if I don't, like I can feel my anxiety levels increasing, my stress yeah. levels increasing. Thankfully, there are a lot of controls that you can put into place to limit your time and oh, just yeah. Yeah. like follow who, you know, makes you feel good instead of the ones that make you feel bad. Don't get into arguments with people you don't know online. Don't get or, into or even, arguments <laughs> or even people you do the know. Internet. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. What's that? That uh, is a meme about uh, why aren't you in bed yet? Well, somebody on the internet's wrong, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have yeah. to convince them otherwise. Well, well, speaking of social, just having spending time with your friends is a great way to yes, that is definitely I think preferable for me. I I like to spend time. I'm a very social person. Like yeah. just being around people that lift you up. That's another thing to acknowledge too when it comes to stress. Like, are there people in your life that are consistently contributing nothing but stress? And is it possible yeah. to limit time with that person or it's tough if it's set a parameters? Sometimes. Yeah. It definitely is tough. I mean, it depends on who it is, obviously, because yeah. you can't it's not always easy to cut people off, but Well, and sometimes they're family that you really have to deal with through obligation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in those situations, like if you're unable to cut toxicity from your life, then implementing strategies for yourself to increase your ability to cope, whether yeah. that's talking to a counselor. Um, well, there we go. There's another one. Talk yeah, therapy. Yeah. And finding a counselor. This is, oh, so I'm just going to dive in on that. Mm -hmm. Finding a therapist that fits you. A lot of people I know have tried therapy mm -hmm. and said, oh, I hate it. 
Yeah. And it's just because they weren't with the right person. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't, I really don't feel it's for me. And yeah. I know a lot of people that it very much is for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really have a lot of stuff that I handle on my own. I've, there are some things I imagine I would. I always feel like couples therapy would be nice because then you have a mediator. Yeah, for <laughs> because sure. That, that I like the idea of. If therapy is your thing, don't blow it off. Don't say therapy isn't your thing just because you thought it was interesting. You went to somebody and they didn't help you because... It's a personality. You need to you jive need to match with off. the person. Yeah. Like You can't go to somebody that you don't have a good rapport with. Yeah, hear things from an outside perspective because we can sometimes so clearly see oh, yeah. Like, well, that's, kind of what what the issue might yeah. be or like how it's gotten twisted. But yeah, when you're living it, it's, it's, it's so hard, different. Yeah, you're, in, you're too close to the painting. Yeah. I make the analogy of, you know, you get your nose right up to the painting yeah, <laughs> and you can't see. And then you back up, you back up and you go, Oh yeah. Dogs playing poker. I love that one. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, see, you do agree with dogs playing poker. It's a good poster. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yes. But yeah, no, I think that can be really, really helpful. There's all kinds of different yeah. types. I don't know, cognitive, behavioral. I, there's even like music therapy. I just like, finished my psych class. I should okay. be able to pop these off. Like yeah, that, right? <laughs> I know. I haven't taken psychology in a long time, but yeah. um, it's always been really interesting to me. But even if you don't have a counselor, talking it out with somebody that always, whoever your person is, I think yeah. it, sometimes all you need to do is like vent. <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes men, the don't, men don't get that enough. Men yeah. are always like the hair. Their spouse or significant other complaining and they try to fix. Yeah, like, you know, oh, definitely. Get and that sometimes I'll sit there and ask, do you, do you want me to listen or do you want me to do something about this? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, don't make just suggestions. Listening? Just listen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's Speaking of a partner, another highly effective stress reducer, touch, mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. For me, that's, that could be my biggest one is just a, yeah. a good hug from uh, my loved one. Yeah. Hugs are really important for sure. Uh, Some and- people, I feel like it's the opposite though. <laughs> Depends on the person. Well, first of all, I mean, if it's somebody that it's not your significant other, yeah. then you have to know, are they a hugger or not? Yes. Yeah. Well, hopefully your significant other doesn't have a problem with hugging. But, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and here, listen to this one, ladies. I heard this forever ago and I, boy, I need, guess I need to look up the source on this, but it was somebody talking about hugging and to get that oxytocin release. Mm-hmm. And in a hug, a woman will get it a lot faster than a man. So she may release the hug. And the guy's going, oh, hey, I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so the expression from this woman was, ladies, hold on to your men a little longer. That's interesting. Hold on to that hug yeah. a little bit. A big stress reliever for me is nature. Oh, yeah, getting out in a Definitely. mountain. Definitely, like just being in, I actually read an article recently on this and like nature and specifically green spaces, mm-hmm. like how they can have just such a profound impact on like yeah. stress and anxiety. And um, I think it was something like they were prescribing green therapy for i don't know this was not in not in america not in the united states that this was happening but there's a lot of articles coming out of japan on that yeah i was gonna say i feel like that was like japan but there's a lot of actual science when this isn't just something that oh emily yes being in nature there's actual science behind this relieving stress um and we can get into because we're going to get into the next one on your gut health Mm -hmm. but there's actual biological reasons on the bacteria of mm-hmm. being out in nature and mm-hmm. how that will affect your mood and put you in a better mood. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we can dive deeper also into just practicing mindfulness. Meditation is a mindfulness practice, right? Mm-hmm. So like there are other mindfulness practices that you can implement in your day-to-day that can help to increase your ability to cope with stress and can help to give you that space between stressor and reaction. Mindfulness would just be what like being present, right? Focusing on yeah. the here and the now, your five senses, 
kind of, I guess you could call this a type of meditation, but the mindful body scans, which, mm-hmm. you know, when you kind of scan your body from head to toe or from toe to head and you're not changing anything about the state that you're in, you're just noticing the sensations that you're feeling. Oh, and it really brings you present. Yes, and it brings you to the here and the now. Yeah. Some other progressive um, muscle relaxation is another yeah. um, mindfulness exercise where it's similar to a body scan, but instead of just noticing sensations, you're kind of like tensing up your muscles in mm-hmm. different um, parts of your body and then releasing that tension. It can be really helpful for helping to fall asleep at night or like if you're dealing with a lot of anxiety or stress and you're holding a lot of tension. I was supposed to say, you know, what I like about that is uh, sometimes there's a whole book. I'll put the link because I cannot remember the title. I'll put the link. Yeah. It'll be, check the links. And it deals about how to deal with stress. One way to deal with stress is finding where that emotion is in your body. If you're feeling something, go, all right, where am I feeling this yeah. in my body? Yeah. Where and, the oh, tension? The title is The One Thing Holding You Back. Yeah. Which is an odd title. But I went through <laughs> the book and I'm like, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. The one thing holding you back is really good at sitting there going, all right, if, I have, if I'm have, if i finding myself reacting to something emotionally mm-hmm. and you find these emotions, you start f- playing with, all right, I'm not going to sit here and rationalize what's going on. I'm going to find this where I'm feeling this in my body and just kind of exploring that. Sometimes the thinking becomes a little more clearer about yeah. what it is that's bothering you. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I think understanding where we tend to hold that tension is, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because everybody's a little different. Um, that was the most woo-woo book I've read in a while, but it was actually really good. <laughs> yeah. Look at the one thing holding you back. I'll have to look at that. Yeah. Other ways to practice mindfulness just in a day-to-day basis. One of my favorite um, kind of exercises to do is the five, four, three, two, one, which is like you can do it anywhere, anytime, which is nice. And basically you're using your five senses to notice five things that you see, four things that you hear, um, three things that you feel, two things that you smell, and one thing that you taste. So it's all of your senses, and it's bringing your attention to the here and the now. And really, like yeah. I love doing that when I'm going for walks in the morning, or because um, I mean that's just kind of a peaceful time. Do you notice the commonality here? Is is all of it is bringing you in the right into right the moment. moment, like a, a flow state? You know, let's say like surfing. Yep. I've got my crazy one wheel, which is. Not a unicycle. Okay. <laughs> Just going to point that out. Not a unicycle. Uh, where you really have to focus or you're going to eat dirt. Yeah. And it brings you in the moment. Anything mm-hmm. that brings you physically or mentally in the moment, I think, really can reduce stress. Yeah. And it. Incre- I think of mindfulness as like a muscle that you're exercising like mm-hmm. every day. And like the more you practice it, the stronger that muscle gets. So over time with practicing mindfulness on a regular basis, that will more naturally be the state that you're in. So you're more consistently in the here and the now. You're not worrying about something that's coming up or you're not ruminating on something that's happened in the past. We always talk, obviously, from a dietary standpoint, mindfulness while eating, like focusing on the here and the now. This is another thing. A lot of us tend to eat while we're working or we tend to eat while we're driving or we tend to eat while we're watching TV, whatever it might be, or we're scrolling. It's just leaving us not feeling as satisfied. I'm going to go back to oxytocin for a second yeah. here. Um, that you actually release oxytocin when you eat, mm-hmm. but not by yourself. Mm-hmm. When you eat with somebody else, mm-hmm. you release oxytocin. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I, yeah. I didn't know that. Putting your fork down between bites, like sipping water between bites, really like before you're going back for the next bite, like 
chewing and oh, enjoying your current bite. <laughs> yeah, chewing your food. It's so like often we'll find ourselves going for the next bite before we're even finished with the one that we (laughs) should be focusing on. I think we all tend to think of stress management as like, okay, how do you manage stress? Well, I I exercise, I try to go for daily walks, you know, Mm -hmm. I take a bubble bath, (laughs) whatever it might be. Um, That self-care is really important. But when we talk through the four A's of stress management, it's looking at overall, like there are certain situations where I can't change the stressor itself. So how can I either adapt to the stressor? Is there a way for me to accept the stressor? So some examples would be, you know, something that you don't have the opportunity to change. What are some ways that you can adapt to it or or accept it? I think there are some preventative things that we can do. I always talk about like creating peaceful spaces for yourself. So I'm somebody that like if my house is in shambles, then I'm stressed. So keeping a tidy home, you know, for starters, but also like readjusting my standards if I need to. Maybe, yeah, because you're going to have moments in your life or I should say periods of your life where there's a lot going on in the house being spotless has to take a vaccine. Right, exactly. And But is there somewhere in your home, is there somewhere in your office at work, like, is there somewhere that is feel is like peaceful for you? Like that's somewhere where you can go and it helps you to like adapt to, you know, maybe other stressors in your life, altering the stressor. That would be, I think a lot of times we can't change the stressor itself, but we can alter our reaction to the stressor. We can alter our environment. You know, an, an example of this would be like if you commute to work, but you um, hit a lot of traffic or something like that, what is, you know, a way that we can adapt to that scenario so that it's not every single day I'm leaving the house and I'm fuming because of the yeah. traffic that I'm in? Cause Maybe an audio book. An audio book. <laughs> yeah. Those are things that you that yeah. can now I don't want to get out of the car. help you adapt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Taking an alternate route to work yeah. or, you know, whatever it might be. I think a lot of us can put ourselves on the back burner if we're caretakers or, you know, parents, like whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, it's easy to put other people's needs before our own. But what can end up happening is like your energy becomes depleted over time yeah. and then you're pouring from an empty cup and that's not doing yeah, anyone any good. Well, I mean, I mean, you're aware that was my situation for a mm-hmm. while. Yeah. Like just until my dad just recently passed. But yeah. And now I'm trying to get my mom settled, but there was a lot of dealing with yeah. those two. And yeah, that, that. It's hard to reconcile. That I had, I mean, luckily I had a lot of stress relief during the, the biggest part of that. You know, I, I had a lot mm-hmm. of methods. And now I got a lot going on. Just, I mean, you know, my schedule now, it's. Yeah. Seven days. <laughs> it is as jam packed as you can get seven days a week. So mm-hmm. I have very specific things that I do and mm-hmm. the ones we just went over mm-hmm. meditation, exercise, mm-hmm. journaling, mm-hmm. you know, these. And I say spending time with friends. I just, I'm friends with the people I work with. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where I'm getting in my time with people <laughs> yeah. at this point. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't, you don't have time. I don't have time for hanging out yeah. otherwise. But yeah, what are your, what are your go tos for stress reduction? Uh, definitely nature. Like it's, I was, I went for a hike over the weekend and I was just like walking through the woods and I was like, this is exactly what I needed. Yeah. It was, it's just like really restorative. Um, definitely talking with people, like the people that are closest to me, like I, my mom is just my Mm -hmm. person. Like my mom is always the person I call when I'm, when I need to vent or like when something happens and I'm like, 
you won't believe this. And she's so good. She just hops on whatever train I'm on. She's (laughs) she's like my biggest cheerleader. That's Um, fantastic. I love, well, we talked about this a lot. Have you tried out sauna? I still haven't done that. No. Oh, that yeah. one I mentioned again. I mean, we're repeating here, but in case yeah. someone's just listened to this episode, whatever troubles you walk into the sauna with, you will leave them behind. They literally just melt away. They melt away. <laughs> you just they, you know, they'll the heat just beats them out of you. Yeah. But you know, an interesting great. one that I also do in the morning that it's so funny because it's a very big stress in and of itself is a cold bath. Yeah. I've got this little thing I get into the barrel now. Barrel the barrel <laughs> of ice. And it's interesting that that stress does, for some reason, they have found it does not increase your cortisol. Mm, interesting. But, yeah, interesting. But there's associations with cold baths and depression, and mm-hmm. it helps. Like I mentioned in that in the other episode, how it'll laser beam focus you. For yeah. The day. No, I bet. I'm like still. Yeah. I don't know if I'm there yet, but maybe someday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you just have to start quite, <laughs> not quite as cold. Definitely, though. Meditation. Like I try to start yeah. every day you know, with the meditation and then like greenery. I like plants. You, so you, you not only go out for nature, but you have I bring nature, nature into your house. Of my you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not like that great with plants, but I love having them around. So I was just going to say, that's not a good idea for me because I kill them all. But, yeah. I've killed yeah. definitely several, but I have, you find several. the hardy ones. <laughs> yeah. I have several that are doing well. So it's like the Darwin of plants yeah. in my house because the strong survive. Yes. And those <laughs> are the ones so that I continue. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, those are my biggest things, I think. Well, I think we covered just about everything. And you know what? At the end of this, our last episode is, is going to be things we missed. Yeah. So oh, I'm sure that <laughs> I'm may... going to walk away from this episode and be like, mm. oh, I should have thought of that. Yeah. should have thought of that. But next week, uh, we're going to hit sleep. Sleep is, you know, it's I mean, you, we've said it before. We'll this, say it again. <laughs> this, yeah, this is quite the obsession with me because it's it is the number one fighter for uh, Alzheimer's. I think more and more evidence mm-hmm. is deep sleep. Because that's where you basically, your, your spinal cerebral fluids go through and they just basically do a brain scrub mm-hmm. of all the things that lead to bad things in yeah. your brain. So I'm, I've got all kinds of toys for this and yes. just things like the morning sunlight. But we're going to do a whole episode on that next. Perfect. Oh, wait, one more thing for stress management. Oh, oh, that see, I, aha, I made it into this episode. <laughs> is um, just trying to keep my nutrition balanced. Like I am very affected by low blood sugars for okay. starters. I'm also just very affected by like, I, like I'm fine with eating a treat or a junky mm-hmm. meal every now and then. But if that's my norm, I become extremely stressed. Well, there was another thing. Um, depression. Uh, there's really good studies linking that to inflammation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's greatly affected by your diet. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Which yeah. you'll hear more about in our gut health episode. Our gut health episode, yeah. It's um, greatly affected by your diet. And yeah. so right there, there's another one that people will, don't normally think of. But yeah. yeah, your diet can affect your mood yes. significantly, which we're about to go into in our... Actually, you know what? I said sleep was our next episode. It's not. <laughs> it's gut health is <laughs> our gut next health. episode. It's gut and health. then sleep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So in the meantime, though, uh, let's just give our quick, how do we get yes. a hold of us? Yes. If you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me at E-K-I-R-O-U-A-C at E-H-S-C dot com or visit us at E-H-S-C dot com. What can they do if they get a hold of you? What are they? What kind of services you, you offer people? You can meet with me one-on-one and we can talk about your diet and um, all of those fun <laughs> food yeah. related things. And I can help you come up with a plan. And they can do that remotely with you You too, can right? do it with me in person. You can do it remotely. You could also join one of our um, wonderful programs that we offer. And we are in Manchester, New Hampshire. Yes. So if you're around here. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what yeah. about you? Go to Foundation Personal Training. I can just give my Gmail too. It's Edwards, is in my last name, E-D-W-A-R-D-S-N-H, as in New Hampshire, because I'm in New Hampshire. EdwardsNH mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to get a hold of me. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, if you're getting a hold of me, it's for personal training. Yep. I'll, I'll even help you set up like your home gym. If you're like, okay, what I have, this is my budget for a home gym. Mm-hmm. I can help you with that. Yeah. Uh, if you're great. looking for just awesome. workouts, I make programs for you online. Yeah. And obviously, if you're in this area, come to the gym. Yeah. That's the best way. I mean, one-on-one is my is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'll work with you other ways, but I mean, if you can make it into the gym, please do. Yeah. Nothing beats one-on-one training. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So until the next episode. Until next time. Yeah. You've been listening to. Yeah. Foundations <laughs> of Health. <laughs> Stay healthy, everybody. <laughs>